Welcome to Philadelphia Flyers Weekly, your home for Philadelphia Flyers podcasts. WBME Broadcasting. Each week, we'll run down player news and franchise news for the Philadelphia Flyers National Hockey League Club. We'll also feature news from around the NHL and much more. Flyers Weekly starts right now with your host, Chris Smith. What's good to have you here for week four of Flyers Weekly? It's flyersweekly at gmail.com if you want to get in on this thing. Just shoot us a line anytime. Also, because of this great thing called the Internet, you can check us out online. Our home is www.philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. So you can get in on that action. Just check it out uh, online, flyersweekly at gmail.com. And... Uh, we uh, will talk about what you have to say about this uh, hockey team we call the Flyers. And uh, I'll be getting to some emails in just a minute here. And thanks for uh, people who uh, have emailed in and have contacted me. It's been a good, uh, good bunch of feedback so far, so I appreciate that. First of all, getting right into it, uh, Hitchcock's Corner. We start out Flyers Weekly with this every single week, and uh, this week is no different. Boy, if you watch the Carolina Hurricanes game on Friday, uh, you would have left uh, the game probably upset uh, if you're a Flyers fan. That's probably putting it nice. Uh, if you're watching at home on TV, let me just put it to you this way. You may have th- had had things gone through the television. Uh, your TV may not have worked very well on Saturday when you woke up simply because of the game was played and a third period again that the Flyers had against the Hurricanes. Five goals the Canes scored against the Flyers one goal. The Flyers gave up two two goal leads twice in that game. Uh, and starting right off, if you if you saw the game you'll already know that, look, the power or the penalty killing has got to improve. We saw some improvement last weekend. Things looked pretty good. And uh, the last two games, even the Florida game, even the Panthers game, things went downhill. You look at Ken Hitchcock in in a time like this, and what does he have to say? We'll start off here with a quote uh, from Ken. I really believe that the team that pays the least attention to the penalties and focuses just on themselves is going to do fine. It just becomes too big of a topic and takes away on the focus on competing and playing properly. Okay, look, Flyers did a good job on the power play the last few games. Like I mentioned, they were 2-for-8 against Montreal. They were 1-for-7 against Florida and 4-for-9 versus Carolina. So the power play has been good. Penalty killing, though, and this is what we're going to be looking at because it's been kind of a a flip-flop of what we've seen earlier in the season. Remember, we couldn't get the power play up uh, up and running. Uh, We struggled with that. We had so many opportunities. We're out shooting opponents, and we can't score goals. We finally got that figured out. You know, we did did a great job against Carolina going 4 for 9 on the power play. It's excellent numbers. Uh, But the penalty killing unit has got to do a better job of seeing the play and the players before they get into this. uh, Seeing the play before before it happens, and seeing the players before they get the puck. How many times last night do we do we look and see wide open hurricane players standing in the slot, standing at the point? Of course, the point's going to be there. There, the defense is going to be able to keep it in. But when there's a when there's a rebound and there's a, there's a scuffle up front, there are players standing there at the point, and 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 the Flyers are not going. They're not clearing them away. They're not playing physical. You have one or two. Three sometimes flyers going after the puck. It just seems to be miscommunication, and it it just seems to be a mess. 
what do you do? You look at the big power play kill. You got you know, guys that are on the power killing unit, or or, that, or the penalty killing unit. I should say. Excuse me. You look at Keith Primo. These are big guys. You look at Darian Hatcher. You look at uh, Eric Desjardins. These are guys that need to get in there and get involved a little bit more physically. I'm not saying they're you know they're, they're, there's nothing wrong with the way they're clearing the puck or they're they're getting they're, they're trying to get. Uh, Get a hold of the puck or, or 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 anything like that, but physically, Darian Hatcher, you know, one of the most physical defensive d- defensemen in, in in the game. I mean, look, someone like that needs to get in there. And these guys who who are out there, uh, Darian Hatcher played five minutes last, over five minutes last night in the power and, and the penalty killing unit. Um, Eric Desjardins was out there for something like four nineteen in 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 in, in, in the uh, what while the the Flyers are shorthanded. Also, Mike Rathje was out there. Kim Janssen. These guys got to start pushing people around a little bit more. And I know the new rules. Everyone is new, learning the new rules. We're learning the new rules. The players are learning the new rules. Everyone's learning what you can and cannot do. Problem is, is that you got to go when when you're shorthanded. You got to move players. You're still allowed to move. Play, you're still allowed to be physical and move players. That's just it. I mean, of course, no, you can't slap. You know, at, at the hands. You, you know, it's got to be stick on stick type stuff. You know, you can't hook things like that. Understand, but when when you have a a scuffle in front of the net, in front of your own net. You got to be able to still move people out. They're not going to call interference if 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 you, if you if you're just getting rid of the puck. You can still move those guys out of the way. You can still get physical with them. And you, you saw it happen again last night, and one of the uh, and one of the, the the shorthanded goals or the power play goals that the, that the Hurricanes had. There's there, there's just people standing in front of the net. Uh, you have two or three flyers going after the puck. Things get a mess, somebody gets forgotten and they dr- they're able to drive the puck home. Uh, so that is one of the main things right there that w- they're going to have to look at down the road here. And things, I mean, it just seems to be cause and effect, you know, it's one of those things where the, 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 the power play has gotten better, penalty killing has kind of gone uh, downhill. Um, Hitchcock also talked about uh, some of the uh, a quote here I have regarding some of the the uh, the, the speed and uh, the, the kind of the question there was: Are the Flyers really built for the current game? Um, and Hitchcock says, "Well, I don't really agree with that at all." Saying that the Flyers may not be built for for the current game as far as speed wise, Hitch says, "I don't agree with that. Skating speed is the most overrated aspect of the game. Montreal looks quick uh, because they really move the puck well. We're capable of doing that stuff too, and that's an element of the game in which we have to get better. For whatever reason, we were methodical and slow moving the puck, so Montreal was able to get on top of us. Talking back uh, regarding the Montreal loss, uh, the, the the Flyers lost back on uh, Tuesday." I could, I, I'd say the same thing. This could also translate into penalty killing. Either the players have to keep ahead of the power play like we, we talked about before. They have to keep physical. There's too much attention, again, being put into clearing the puck, uh, which, of course, I mean, you got to pay attention to that. But, there's again, there's still not enough attention on the physical aspect during penalty killing. And, uh, we, you know, we talked about all the new rules right now and just, you know, the overall just, just getting a, a hold of the puck, just, just getting possession of the puck and moving it out and getting a little bit more physical 
physical. All these are aspects where the Flyers have not done. Seems like you, you, you have two or three Flyers looking to get possession of the puck. It doesn't happen. Somebody gets forgotten from, from the opposition. They're left wide open in the slot, and they're able to drive it home because Nidamaki or Esh, whoever it may be, is on their back because of a scuffle up front. Uh, we've seen it happen. You know, again, we saw it happen in the, in the Hurricanes game. We saw it happen in the Montreal uh, Canadiens game back on Tuesday. And, uh, well, we, we, we beat the Panthers in overtime on, uh, on Thursday. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, again, you know, we, 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 saw, we saw it happen a lot this week in, in the penalty-killing unit. You know, penalties are going to happen. Another thing I wanted to bring up here is a lot of people are going to look at the penalty minutes right now and say, well, you know, the, 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 why can't we cut back on the penalty minutes? Look, penalties are going to happen for every single uh, team in the league. There's going to be tons of penalties. That's just the way it's going to be. There, there, right now, this early in the season, I don't think we can look at uh, penalties and minutes and, and kind of go off that and say, oh, well, the, the team is 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 uh, is causing way too many penalties or they're sitting in the box way, way too often. Of course, unless you're Atlanta or Washington, who the Flyers are going to face this week, you, you really can't use that against any of the teams because again because it is so early and everyone's still learning the rules it's something that the teams are just going to have to deal with the Flyers are just going to have to deal with going on going shorthanded every couple minutes as does every other team in the league and it's something that everyone's going to have to learn to overcome and get better with unfortunately the Flyers have not done very well with it they are 29th in the league right now in penalty killing only Atlanta is worse so, for a team which had high hopes, we have the players who can we know can score the goals, we know can get offensive chances, good sh- good good shooters, things like that. Uh, being 29th in the league on, on penalty killing is going to kill us because there are more penalties this year. There's going to be more power plays for both sides. Uh, and, uh, you're going to be the losing team if you're that low. Uh, in the power play, 29th out of 30 teams in the league, the Flyers are in the in, in, in the uh, penalty killing uh, department. So again, something that's very very important, something that needs to be changed around. You're going to see a lot of high scoring games, and uh, with all these penalties, again, uh, the Flyers need to learn to kill these penalties off uh, a little bit more. Um, I wanted to mention too something here about uh, Hitchcock had commented on the Flyers' special teams play after. Uh, their practice. I guess they had practiced on Monday at the uh, Bell Center in Montreal before the game on Tuesday. Here's what Hitchy had to say about the, uh, the special teams. Uh, quote, it's going to be more movement. We feel like we're becoming too static back there and we're not using the width of the ice. You're going to see a lot more movement now. I think the bigger issue is that we are not using the width of the ice and that we're not opening up with shots from the point consistently. Kind of going into, you know, here's Hitch kind of talking about more of an offensive type thing special teams, but here he also goes on to say we have to use 85 feet a lot more if we expect Peter to have shooting angles. It's not that Forsberg doesn't shoot the puck. It's the way that we're playing right now that that unit, there is no opportunity to shoot the puck, so we have to open it up. And, of course, he's going back here talking about the uh, power play unit. Uh, You have to have movement of the puck, and we're trying to go up and down rather than across. It's a good point. We've got to start going across. When the game is tied or you're down a goal, I look for big goals on the power play. I don't look at percentages. I look at big goals. Just like I don't look at percentage, percentages killing penalties. Maybe that's something that Hitch should look at. But anyway, he goes on to say, I look at when the game is on the line. Do you get the job done when you don't have good penalty killing? It puts pressure on the power play. And that's, that's an interesting comment because... 
the Flyers haven't had a good uh, penalty killing. It has put pressure on, on the power play unit. They've come through. But there's been so many goals scored in these games, and the penalty killing unit has been so horrendous that the power play unit they can't possibly make up all the goals. The Flyers have, had, have, have struggled a bit lately the last two games, scoring goals even strength because, like we talked about, they had trouble moving the puck up, up, uh, up the ice and back the ice. They need to move. You, you know, Hitch is saying you need to use more of the width of the ice. So, a good point there. A very good point. Uh, you know, and it's kind of again, kind of cause and effect there. Penalty killing is starting to really come on now. Hitch says, and it's taking the pressure off of our power play. Well, that was Tuesday. Well, that was Monday. It's now. Well, it's now Saturday, and things have been a little bit different. Uh, so again, you know, it's it's penalty killing this week, which which is the cause for concern, and we uh, shows uh, some of uh, Hitch's uh, comments there to kind of dwell on and talk about because. Again, I, I think it's something that's very important that uh, the Flyers need to figure out a way to overcome here, and there's going to be a lot more penalties. We talked about that. And uh, the bottom line is, if you can't kill the penalties, you're going to lose probably the most games in the league this year because there's going to be so many of them. Uh, and again, Carolina, the Hurricanes scoring five goals. Another issue for concern is uh, Carolina scoring five goals in the third period on Friday. You know, that's uh, another thing, you know. you got to work on... Uh, Keeping the keeping the lead, and the Flyers had another kind of lax third period there, as they did in Montreal. They did not have a very good th- third period at all in Montreal. They came back against the Panthers. That was good to see. Forsberg got his first goal in that Florida Panthers game. Definitely, again, like I said, good to see. Great things to see. And Forsberg's starting to take more shots now. I think he's starting to get more of an opportunity uh, to get shots. Um, but the, the Flyers have to continue working uh, quality chances uh, e- when, when they're even strength. And another thing I, I, I saw last night, and, and something which I thought was Simone Gagne maybe had a not a very good play that I noticed, and something small. I don't know if anybody else saw this or not, but I believe it was one of the, it was the last goal or one of the goals um, that Eric Stahl had scored last night. And if you saw this, you'll know what I mean because Mike Rathje kind of got ambushed. Uh, and, and the play set up where Simone Gagne was coming into the zone. He winds up from the point, takes a huge slap shot, misses the net uh, by about five feet. Well, he obviously the, the puck hits off the glass, it hits off the boards, it rolls the whole way around back to the neutral, back to neutral ice. Mike Rathje is there, ready to, to take the puck back and get uh, possession and start up another uh, another rush. And you could see it. He kind of got ambushed. He, he wasn't paying attention, or somebody didn't have his back. I, I believe it was Eric Stahl who got him. Uh, Stahl stole the puck, went into the uh, went into the Flyers zone and uh, and scored on Nidamaki. And it was kind of a it was a weak goal, if you ask me, uh, because Rathji. I don't know if he didn't. Uh, if he didn't see uh, stall, or if he just wasn't paying attention, uh, but again, Simone Gagne, if he hits, if if, if, he, if if he's going to wind up and take a shot from the point, make sure you at least hit the goaltender. You give yourself a chance for a rebound. You give yourself a chance for somebody else to come in there and start something up. You miss the goal by five feet. The puck rolls the whole way around the ice back to back to neutral ice because you you. 
you just shot off, you know, a, a huge slap shot. Somebody, you know, miscommunication happens. Somebody from the from the opposing team picks up the puck and scores. Those are the type of small things right now that I think need to really be harnessed. And those small little mistakes we saw a couple weeks ago, uh, where Nidamaki let a weak goal go through because he wasn't paying attention off of a faceoff. Uh, so those are the types of things and. Um, Again, you know, if if guys are going to wind up from the point, and maybe this is you know one of the reasons you don't see a whole lot of this happening right now. If guys are going to wind up from the point, make sure your your shot is on. Make sure you hit the goaltender because if you miss, it's a good chance that puck is going to end up back at neutral ice, and the opposition is going to know this, and they're going to pick it up. You, they're 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 going to probably create a a two on one or or a three on two type situation, and you're going to be in trouble. So if you're going to shoot, uh, you know, again one of those small things. If you're going to shoot, make sure it's accurate. Because we saw last night where Simone Gagne's shot wasn't accurate and it translated into a goal for the Hurricanes. I'm going to take a quick ID break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the week uh, coming up here for the Flyers. A week in preview. We'll also have an injury report for you. Hang on. Be right back. Your home for Philadelphia Flyers and Philadelphia Phillies podcast. WBME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Now back to more Flyers Weekly with your host, Chris Smith. Yes, it is Flyers Weekly. It is week number four, and it is flyersweekly at gmail.com is the email address, and um, flyers or Philadelphia Flyers Weekly.blogspot.com is our home page. I wanted to touch on an email here real quick. I got, uh, I, I, I think, like two weeks ago, and I didn't get a chance to go through some of the emails last week, but. Um, an email from Matt uh, Ellenberger. Thanks for, for checking in, Matt. A uh, couple questions for us. Uh, basically, Matt says, I think the Forsberg-Gagne line combo is kick-ass. I do, too. Uh, but I have two questions Matt has. Okay, Do you think that the combo will stick together, and who would a flyer stick on the right wing in the future? Number one, yeah, the combo is going to stick together. There's no doubt about that. The two work awesome together. And Simone Gagne uh, is hot right now. Peter Forsberg knows this. He's going to get the puck to Simone Gagne. That's just it. Uh, people won't want to know when, when Forsberg is going to heat up. Forsberg is something like second in the league in points. He ha- he is heating up. Peter Forsberg is a, is a very smart hockey player. He's got uh, Simone Gagne uh, centering his line, and he knows. He knows that Simone Gagne has, has the hot stick right now. He's going to try to get the puck to him any chance he can. Uh, so that's right now, that's, that's, I think that's what you're going to see. I think uh, probably in, 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 the, in the future here, you're going to see Forsberg take some more shots instead of try to pass it off. Uh, you, you you saw him take more more shots on uh, on Thursday's win against the Panthers, and he got a goal f- finally. Uh, also, a um, he got a penalty shot on on Thursday too, which he missed. Roberto Luongo was just incredible on Thursday. I got to throw it out there: the uh, Panthers goaltender, just an incredible game, man. I tell you, he he made some great stops. He was he was on fire all night. He stoned some people, and uh, Gagne came in and uh, or uh, Forsberg came in with a penalty shot opportunity and uh, missed high high left high over. The uh, the right shoulder, I should say, of, of Luongo, but uh, he really played well. Luongo did, um, and uh, but the Flyers were able to pull that off in overtime. Their first overtime victory of the season uh, was against the uh, Florida Panthers. There, uh, they also lost it overtime, of course, against Montreal. So, uh, but uh, getting back to Matt's email, there, um, the line will stick together. There's no doubt about that. And uh, the only issue there is who's going to play right wing in the future. And we talked. Um, 
about Mike Newble. Mike Newble's been playing the right wing. I also saw something interesting last night. Uh, Hitch was throwing in uh, John Sim in that line last night, keeping uh, Gagne and Forsberg out, and Sim would come in uh, towards the end of their shift. Uh, and if you if you if you watch the game, that seems to be a very productive line as well. Uh, you throw John Sim in there; he's having a very good year. He's a much improved player. We talked about him in weeks past, and uh, I, I'm not going to. Com- I wouldn't complain about that either. So I think the uh, I, I think the Forsberg Gagne line is going to work out well. Mike Newble's been working out well. Also, John Sim. I, I don't know who else I'd really throw in there. Uh, right now, because I, I like I like the way the other lines are coming together. And I, I talked a lot about the Michael Hanzus, the Mike Richards line, things like that. Jeff Carter is also starting to play well. He got his first NHL goal on Thursday, also against the Panthers. Uh, so Jeff Carter's kind of coming back around here from his uh, from his uh, his bout with mono over the summer, and we talked about how he might still be struggling from that. So it's good to see all these players kind of getting mixed up a little bit. But again, back to the Forsberg Gagne line, that definitely is going to stick together. I think Mike Newble, you're going to see maybe something by by committee. You know, whether whether Hitchcock decides to do during the game, game is going to mix it up a little bit. But you'll see Mike Newble out there. You may even see John Sim out there uh, on that line as well. Either player uh, seems to, to gel well with the other two, and uh, I think that line will work out well, be very productive uh, this year. Another thing I wanted to mention, uh, I didn't mention in Hitch- Hitchcock's corner this week, but uh, I wanted to mention, too, I heard this week, you know, Hitchcock kind of lashed out some of the, not really lashed out some of the players, but he made it be known that, look, if the players aren't playing up to their uh, up to their abilities or, or, or the players are kind of falling a little bit or they're not they're, they're not producing or they're, you're seeing players get to the third period and make some, make some plays which are questionable, Hitch, Hitch has basically come right out this week and said, hey, look, if, if there are players slacking, they're not going to play. If there are players making too many mistakes and making dumb mistakes on the ice, guess what? They're not going to get the playing time uh, until, until they turn themselves around and, uh, and, get, and get themselves back on, back, on, back on the right track. And, and you saw it because I think some of the games this week, uh, you, you didn't see John Sim play at the Montreal game hardly at all. There were a couple other players who, uh, who didn't have a whole lot of ice time at all. Uh, this this past week, so Hitch has made it be, has made it been known that uh, if, if if the players are going to be out there, if they're not playing well and they're not playing up to speed, they're not playing up to par, they're not going to get in. They're not going to get the ice time. That's just the way it's going to be. I think that's the right way to go about things. Flyers haven't exactly had the easiest schedule traveling around, especially last night going from Philly down to Carolina one night. But nonetheless, uh, you're still there to perform. You're still there to do a job. And I think uh, the players, uh, if, you, if you're, if you're going to, Hitch has made it known, if you're going to go out there, you're going to make uh, stupid mistakes, you're not going to get the ice time. Uh, so smart play is what we're looking for here. And uh, hopefully hopefully we'll see, uh, we'll see much more of that. Uh, injury report for this week. Well, Dennis Seidenberg is back from his concussion. He did play last night in Carolina and had some, some, had some hits. Uh, last night, uh, so it's good to see him back and uh, playing some, playing some physical hockey. Uh, Sammy Kapanen, we talked about him last week. Well, he was uh, cleared to skate this weekend, so he's going to skate. Phil- uh, PhiladelphiaFlyers.com has him out indefinitely, uh, but uh, looking at some other sources here, it looks like Kapanen will be back uh, in December at some point. He's been cleared to skate. He's been cleared to work out. Uh, he had uh, surgery on his shoulder, had a torn rotator cuff. Uh, so it looks to me like Kapanen will be back in December. Uh, so that'll be a good sign, a right winger there that we could definitely use in Sammy Kapanen. 
Turner Stevenson, who had an operation on his right hip, will also be out uh, probably until December. He had an operation a couple weeks ago. He will be out eight weeks, and uh, that will probably put him uh, back in the lineup around December. So we'll look for him to return uh, around uh, around maybe the end of November, beginning of December for Turner Stevenson. This week, looking to turn things around a little bit, and Sunday night it'll be a contest with Ottawa, the Senators in Ottawa. It's not going to be an easy task. You're looking at a team by the Senators that plays very similar to the Canadians and the the Carolina Hurricanes. You're going to look for a team who's going to handle the puck very well, and the chances that you do get against Ottawa, you'd better make them good. You'd better score some goals. Uh, So... Ottawa is on Sunday. It's going to be quite a game. Uh, the, the, the Flyers have Washington, the Capitals at home on Thursday. And then Saturday, they have the Thrashers at home. Uh, and these are two teams, in my opinion, where the Flyers really need to take advantage of uh, uh, of these two teams coming in that are a little bit subpar. For one thing... Uh, Washington and Atlanta are 29th and 30th, respectively, in penalties and minutes in, in the NHL. And I know what I said earlier. Don't look at penalties and minutes as a gauge of anything. But they have. <laughs> but if you look at any numbers on these two teams, Washington and Atlanta, their penalties and minutes are huge. They're massive. They, they, they make a lot of mistakes out there in the ice. So to the Flyers' advantage right now to take advantage of possibly extra power plays they may be getting, keeping the power play unit fresh, and continuing to work uh, against these teams, uh, I think these teams these teams have not been playing well. The Capitals and the, uh, the Thrashers. Now the Capitals are going to be pretty fresh. The Capitals lost the Lightning last night, Friday night. They lost. They were supposed to play the Panthers on Saturday. However, that game has been canceled due to Hurricane Wilma. The Capitals will have. Well, let's see. They'll have Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Tuesday, Wednesday off. They'll have they'll have a full five days off before this contest on Thursday at the Wachovia Center. Uh, so the, the the Capitals are going to be coming in very fresh. So keep that in mind too. And uh, obviously they're going to have a lot of time to practice and uh, fix things and get things uh, turned around on their behalf. Uh, and of course the Thrashers will come in on Saturday. And the Flyers have a couple days off here. They can go home, uh, get some rest, and uh, work work at uh, work at some of these penalty <laughs> killing issues uh, that we've been talking about. But again, two uh, two teams coming into Philly which are struggling in Washington and Atlanta. They give up a lot of penalties. They make a lot of mistakes. It would be the, to the Flyers' advantage right now to take advantage of these mistakes, keep the power play unit fresh, and keep working on the penalty-killing unit. Uh, again, you know, this week, if, if we had a better penalty-killing unit, we may have come out of this week and, and, won, uh, and won the two games that we lost. The bright spot for the Flyers, though, they won Hockey Night in Canada last week in Toronto. So, and it was a very good game. What was it? Something like uh, five? Uh, what was it? Five to two, I think it was. The last Saturday night in Toronto, we talked about the team possibly not being quite as fresh coming off their their uh, team building week. Uh, up in New York, but they went up to Toronto. They did exactly what Hitch said that they were going to do. They were going to go in there. They weren't going to think a lot. They weren't going to do a whole lot of game day prep. They were going to go into Toronto for Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday night, and they were going to play. They were going to win and get out. That's exactly what they did. Uh, the Flyers looked very good on, t- on uh, last Saturday night uh, against Toronto in Toronto. 
Uh, so it was a good a good win for them. Well, that's going to just about do it for me in this edition of Flyers Weekly. Thank you for joining me. Uh, make sure you send us emails, uh, flyersweekly at gmail.com. Uh, we'll get them on the, the show here for you. Of course, don't forget philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com is our homepage. Well, after the Thrashers game next week, we'll have a new podcast for you, so look for us then. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you in about seven days. You've been listening to Flyers Weekly on WPME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Make sure to join us next week for another edition of Flyers Weekly. And make sure to join us online at philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. And make sure to send us your emails at flyersweekly at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.